Hello and welcome to My Daily Trivia. I'm your host, Danny. Today is Tuesday, July 25th, and I hope you're having a wonderful day. If this is your first time listening, I want to say welcome. My Daily Trivia is a 10-round quiz show with no specific themes, topics, or categories. We do, however, have a new episode every day, Monday through Friday, with, with each day getting progressively harder. So, Today is Tuesday, which means it will be relatively easy, a little more challenging than yesterday, Monday, uh, but certainly easier than the rest of the week. As always, if you find this episode challenging, I encourage you to listen to it anyway and listen the rest of the week. You never know when you might know something and surprise yourself, or if not, you might learn something as well. As always, if you find this episode to be a little too simple, you can always check in with us tomorrow. It might be a better challenge for you. So without further delay... Let's get into today's round of questions with question number one. Who composed the famous Fifth Symphony? The Fifth Symphony, that was Ludwig van Beethoven. Beethoven's Fifth Symphony premiered in 1808 and was praised as, quote, one of the most important works of the time, end quote. It is one of the best-known compositions in classical music and one of the most frequently played symphonies, and it is widely considered one of the cornerstones of Western music. Now, Beethoven himself remains one of the most admired composers in history, and his work ranks among the most performed of the classical music repertoire. A relatively well-known fact is that Beethoven started to lose his hearing when he was only 26 years old, and by the last decade of his life, it was actually completely gone, making him a composer that went deaf. So his fifth symphony was composed by Ludwig van Beethoven. Moving on to question two, which ancient civilization built the city of Machu Picchu? And that civilization was the Incas. Tucked away in the rocky countryside northwest of Cusco, Peru, Machu Picchu is believed to have been a royal estate or a sacred religious site for Inca leaders. Uh, Their civilization was virtually wiped out by Spanish invaders in the 16th century. For hundreds of years, the abandoned location was known only to peasants living in the area until American archaeologists sort of stumbled upon it in 1911. Machu Picchu is a real testament to the power and the ingenuity of the Inca Empire. Built without the use of mortar, metal tools, or the wheel, Machu Picchu stands as an archaeological wonder of the ancient world. Question number three. What is the process by which plants convert sunlight into energy? And that process is called photosynthesis. Photosynthesis is the process by which plants use sunlight, water, and carbon dioxide to create oxygen and energy in the form of sugar. During photosynthesis, plants take in carbon dioxide, CO2, and water, or H2O, from the air and soil. Within the plant cell, the water is then oxidized, meaning it loses electrons, while 
the carbon dioxide is reduced, meaning it gains electrons. This transforms the water into oxygen and the carbon dioxide into glucose. The plant then releases the oxygen back into the air, thank you very much, and stores energy within the glucose molecules. Part of this process requires the use of light-absorbing pigments called chlorophyll, which is actually responsible for giving the plant its green color. So the process that converts sunlight into energy in plants is photosynthesis. Moving on to question four. In which city is the famous statue of Christ the Redeemer located? Now, if you don't know this statue, you may recognize it as Jesus Christ standing with arms outstretched. So, in which city is that famous statue located? And that city is Rio de Janeiro. Christ the Redeemer is an Art Deco statue of Jesus Christ in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, created by French sculptor Paul Landwiski and built between 1922 and 1931. The statue is 98 feet or 30 meters high with arms stretched out to 92 feet or 28 meters. Uh, one thing that I found sort of interesting is that lightning actually frequently hits the Christ the Redeemer statue. However, the statue has numerous lightning rods to divert most of these strikes. Although, uh, just before the 2014 World Cup, lightning actually damaged the back of the statue's head and, and a fingertip. And so officials were scrambling to repair the statue uh, before guests arrived for the World Cup games. So, Christ the Redeemer, if you're looking for it, you will find it in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Question number five. Which artist painted the famous Mona Lisa? That artist was Leonardo da Vinci. Leonardo da Vinci was an Italian polymath of the High Renaissance. He was, an, he was active as a painter, a draftsman, engineer, scientist, theorist, sculptor, and architect. His painting, the Mona Lisa, was created in the early 16th century and has been described as, quote, the best known, the most visited, the most written about, the most sung about, and the most parodied work of art in the world, end quote. Uh, fun fact, it was actually stolen in 1911 by an Italian worker at the Louvre in Paris. Uh, the worker believed that the painting should be brought back to his home country, Italy, and he was finally caught trying to sell it more than two years later. Moving on to question six. Who was the first person to set foot on the moon? The first person to set foot on the moon was Neil Armstrong. On July 20th, 1969, Neil Armstrong became the first human to step on the moon, shortly followed by Buzz Aldrin. The moment was televised and is remembered by the famous quote, quote, one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind, end quote. Uh, once on the moon, he and Aldrin walked around for three hours, conducting experiments, collecting samples, 
planting an American flag and leaving a signpost. Uh, one man that I always want to mention when talking about the famous Apollo 11 mission is actually Michael Collins. Collins was the third astronomer on the trip, uh, but he was actually unable to touch the moon's surface. He was required to stay in the command module, which stayed in lunar orbit, while the other two, uh, Buzz Aldrin and Neil Armstrong, were able to then walk on the surface. So, shout out to Michael Collins, who was also part of that mission, but the first person to actually set foot on the moon was Neil Armstrong. Question number seven. Which mountain range is located in South America and is known as the longest con continental mountain range in the world? And that mountain range is the Andes. The Andes are the world's longest continental mountain range about 5,530 miles, or roughly 9,000 kilometers in length. They lie as a continuous chain of highlands along the western coast of South America. Along that route, they cross through Ecuador, Peru, and Bolivia. The Andes are the highest mountain ranges outside of Asia, and the summit of Mount Chimborazo is the planet's tallest point when measured from the Earth's center. A fun fact is actually that potatoes and tomatoes originated in the Andes. They eventually, of course, made their way to Europe through trade. So when you think of iconic dishes like Irish potatoes or Italian tomato marinara sauce, you have the Andes to thank for that. Moving on to question eight. Which world-renowned scientist developed the theory of general relativity? And that scientist was Albert Einstein. Einstein's general theory of relativity states that what we perceive as the force of gravity between two masses actually arises from their warping of time and space. Uh, if you'll bear with me, I, I will use an example that I found online. And I don't quite understand this myself, but maybe someone out there will. Imagine someone sitting inside of a closed room, uh, sitting on Earth. That person can, of course, feel Earth's gravitational field. Now, put that same room out in space, far from the gravitational influence of any object, and give it an acceleration of 9.8 meters per second. Uh, this is the same as Earth's gravitational acceleration. There would be no way for someone inside the room to distinguish whether, that they, whether they were feeling was gravity or just uniform acceleration. In a nutshell... This is an understanding of how gravity affects the fabric of the space-time continuum. Too much for me. Can't quite understand it. Can't quite wrap my mind around it. But the man who not only wrapped his mind around it, but also established it and developed it was Albert Einstein. Moving on to question nine. In the United States, what is the minimum age requirement specified in the U.S. Constitution to run for the office of president? The minimum age requirement to run for the office of president is 35 years old, 
legal requirements for presidential candidates have remained the same since the year Washington accepted the presidency. As directed by the Constitution, a presidential candidate must be a natural-born citizen of the United States, a resident for 14 years, and be 35 years of age or, of course, older. Uh, the youngest president to ever serve was only seven years past this requirement when Theodore Roosevelt became president at age 42, while the oldest president is currently Joe Biden at the age of 77 years old. And finally, question 10. What traditional Mexican dish consists of a flat, round, corn or wheat tortilla folded and filled with various ingredients such as meats, beans, cheese, and vegetables? And that famous traditional and I would say very delicious Mexican dish is the quesadilla. With a name meaning little cheesy thing, the quesadilla is a Mexican dish consisting of a tortilla that is filled primarily with cheese and sometimes, of course, meats, spices, and other fillings, and then is cooked on a griddle or a stove. While the quesadilla has its origins in colonial Mexico, it is a dish that has changed and evolved over many years as people have experimented with different variations of it. Quesadilla ingredients and styles can really vary depending on region, countries, and ingredients themselves. They are so popular and so easy to make that it is recorded that one of three people in America make quesadillas once a week. Yes, you heard that correct. One in three people in the United States makes a quesadilla once per week. So with that, that concludes our Tuesday round of My Daily Trivia. If you found this round to be simple, I encourage you to check in tomorrow. And if you found it hard, check in anyway. You might learn you might learn something, you might surprise yourself. As always, if you enjoyed this episode, please encourage your friends and family to listen. We're always looking for more followers and listeners. And I want to thank you again for listening to My Daily Trivia. I'm your host, Danny, and I will see you tomorrow. <music>